know when I come back, you know what it look like. Everything lit, all the girls in free. Everybody inside, sipping on a good time. You ain't got a risk, they can put it on me when they want to. Hi there. Hello. And welcome to Take the Cake. This is Max. And this is Jenna. And we are here in a very special edition. Yeah, it's uh, it's what you've all been waiting for. It's what we've been hinting at for a couple of weeks. Well, not hinting. We've blatantly told you it's so happening. So this is coming. Absolutely. It's no spoilers here. <laughs> so it's going to be the rundown of the decade. Exactly. The 2010s wrapped. Yeah. What what do we call them? The 10s? The, the teens? The teens? I don't know. I don't know either. You like the, the 90s, the 2000s, or like the oats? Oats? The noughties? <laughs> Oats. Um, I'm feeling my oats. Let me feel my oats. It's now the oats. I am really a It's like of every that. episode, I'm like bringing another mispronunciation. No, I Last enjoy week's it. iconic raindrop crop top. <laughs> and now it's the oats. And now it's the oats. Yeah, so we've 80s, had. 80s, 90s oats. 80s, 90s oats. We've had the oats, and now we're in the. T- the tens and the teens and yeah. the tweens. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a very special episode and we are going It ought to be. It ought to be. And uh, we are gonna discuss everything that we uh, think are the highlights of pop culture throughout this decade. Which was a challenge looking back because I'm I'm I will say looking back at like eighties, nineties, two thousands, they felt like they had a very strong theme going through it. And the, I also feel like... Beca- the disjointed attends teens? Yes, which I, I, I think speaks to kind of the way we consume things now and like postmodernism and the internet and all of these things that just disperses things and it feels like there's not that much cohesion. But, but maybe in hindsight think, it yes, will come out. we're too close to it now. Yeah, we're so, still in it. It's absolutely. like 10 days to go, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so I think we kind of maybe are going to see some patterns as we start to talk about things that have happened. Oh, yeah, I think this is what's interesting. Happen. Yeah, so. So we'll get into everything from the biggest celebrity moments to the outstanding music. Yeah. And what happened in the movie industry? What did we watch on TV and how has TV changed? And then uh, social life and social media. Yeah, absolutely. So that's going to be the rundown. And I want to start with something that happened at the very beginning of the decade. And we actually talked about it in... Two weeks ago's episode that was never aired due to technical difficulties because oh, yes. um, just last week, um, Billie Eilish was asked about Lady Gaga's iconic meat dress and she said meh and there was like this whole thing where people called her a rat. But <laughs> yeah, and uh, Max gave a really nice reading of a tweet. I, uh, I fabulous, Honestly, yeah. you guys missed out, but never mind, I got to hear it. So that was the main thing. <laughs> so that happened in 2010, Lady Gaga's meat dress. Yeah, kicked off the decade. I mean, she is a prominent artist of the decade for me. And also her uh, kind of uh, divulging into acting as well, which I think she's phenomenal. So we started with the meat dress. We finished with A Star Is Born. I what like iconic moments for me, really. She's really been one of the big names. And she's really grown in people's respect, too, because I remember... Especially with the Mitras, people were kind of looking at her like, oh, look at her, doing another thing for publicity. She's like a fading star trying to cling to to exposure. Absolutely. I really think the the general feeling towards Gaga at the beginning was was very much that she was like a stunt queen. Knock off Madonna. Absolutely. And she had kind of no, she was an attention seeker and had no creative vision of herself. And 
4180, uh, nothing I, could be further I'm from Nia. Absolutely, <laughs> nothing could be further from the truth. I think that she is somebody who is absolutely Ooh, metic- creativity, yeah. Yes, and, and just like so meticulous with her vision. She, she has yeah. a hand in everything that she does and she's so... Um, across the board, she is yeah. like so precise. And Oscar winner, everything. Grammy winner. Mm. Um, she's amazing. She... Uh, yeah, she's so well researched. She knows what she's about, and she's such a fan of like culture. And I think that yeah. that is reflected in her also, work. Kardashian. Yes, culture Kardashian. No, no. that's the one. What are they? No, culture is Kylie's son, daughter, oh. daughter, child, spawn. Ch- yeah, yeah. <laughs> offspring. Offspring. Offset. Offspring. <laughs> God. Yes. That's my husband offset and my child offspring. <laughs> well, that, well, that brings us neatly onto some uh, reality television that has graced our screens in this decade, the right? The Kardashians. Yeah. So when when did Keeping Up With The Kardashians first air? Well, this is the source of some of my confusion <laughs> because it premiered in 2007, but it's now in its 17th season. Okay. But this was 12 years ago. How did that? <laughs> well, I, just like I, two seasons, seasons a year. Yes, or, like, or you know, like uh, just the way it's. And they had so many spin-offs. Two Chloe and Kim take Manhattan. Two of them take the Hamptons. Some of them take New York. Oh yeah, I forgot Everyone about that. Oh, Miami. They did one Courtney and Chloe in Miami. But didn't they do a Kim and Chris in love getting married? Oh Jesus Christ! Which lasted all of seventy-two days, if everybody remembers. Seventy-two this. hours, I think. No. No. What's days or hours? I'm sure it's days. It can't be hours. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, now you've made me question myself. Wait. 52, 54. I'm, no, I'm not sure. <laughs> what are these numbers? On this? 50, 54 days. It was <laughs> 72 something. Okay. 72 days. Days, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been, yeah. The regrets were setting in after 72 hours, but. Um, and all of it filmed. This was in 2011. All of it obviously filmed for their show. It was crazy it was like uh, I, I and i remember i remember watching it and, and kim had the three dresses uh she changed oh, her yeah, yeah yeah and uh and it was like they had to plan it really quickly and it was but i remember watching the episode and you could just feel this like hatred that they were starting to like that was festering between them in this wedding special. Nothing like in love. It yeah. was it was such a it was an iconic moment in reality television. Um she has since remarried. Also happened this decade. Kanye West, they have three, four I think they have three children now. Yeah. Um What two biological, one um surrogate? And one surrogate, yeah. yeah. And then maybe Northwest Saint. No North the West is the family name. Northwest, Saint West, and Chicago. Chicago West. Yeah. Oh, th- there must be another one then. I'm hmm. sure there's another. They have four. Honestly, what a she busy time. She does have four kids. Yeah, she has four kids, and their names. Because Rain are... is uh, is one of Courtney Kardashian's children, if I remember correctly. Oh, her children's names, I don't know. Oh, um, Sam. North Saint Chicago Sam. Yeah. Yes. What a name. Interesting. It was uh, part of the uh, kind of uh, awakening of Kanye into his uh, gospel, spiritual, doing the work of God as uh, in his own words. Yeah. Also, Kim was um, diagnosed with both psoriasis and carpal tunnel syndrome in the 2010s. Wow. I mean, she's had a... A roller coaster of a a decade. a roller coaster. 
especially um, concerning her stepmother, Caitlyn Jenner. Absolutely. So we had the uh, the Vanity Fair cover. Call me Caitlyn. Call me Caitlyn. 2015, smack uh, middle center of the decade. Yeah, introducing herself to the world. I remember I did a public viewing of the Diane Sawyer interview in my home uh, when it came out back in, in Germany. I am obsessed everybody was like, with we, that. Everybody knew what was happening because they hinted at it in the show and then the cover came out and I looked at it and I was like, who's that? And I was like, oh, yeah. Controversial trends, well, not ally, but figure, but she did a lot for exposure and um, absolutely I brought mean, the topic to the headlines. Yeah, in in terms of uh, in terms of um, kind of the way we are viewing, understanding, speaking about gender, that has a lot to do with it. That's something that yeah. has existed, obviously, for basically as long as we have. Um, but now the way we can talk about it in terms of mainstream pop culture and deconstruct our ideas of gender. And again, like you say, very problematic. Yeah. A, a Republican and... Uh, and now on, we talked about this the, the recent weeks, um, uh, I'm a celeb. I'm a celeb. Went to the jungle, did not make the finals, which surprised both of us. Yeah, Just because of how famous she is. Absolutely. That was very surprising. Um, but... She's had she's had her moment of the decade. Let's all be honest. She has, and that was this cover in 2015. Yeah. Interestingly enough, looking back over the decades, the whole Kardashian thing was also the rise of the generous uh, Kylie and Kendall, Kendall, highest paid model in the world, and Kylie, youngest billionaire and owner of her own makeup brand. It's, They've really uh, like come from children to businesswomen. Yeah, I mean, as a family, they have just like dominated. And their light hasn't faded yet. Because even 10 years ago, people said, oh, yeah, I can't wait for the show to be cancelled after season four, 17 seasons. And they're still such love them or hate them. But you you know who they are. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as well, it was, um, I mean, what what did reality television look like before the, what did it look like in the Oats? You know? It's very we... like Flavor of Love with Flavor Flav, very MTV Next. Uh-huh. Very uh-huh. MTV Cribs. Yes, yeah. Think my ride. Right. So you would say like the Real Housewives franchise is, is of the uh, is of the teens, the tens. Largely, yeah. I, I remember would say it, also. it started after Desperate Housewives because that's where the name comes from. Absolutely, yeah. yes. How interesting. Mm. I mean, again, that's like a a phenomenon. You've got uh, the Real Housewives of. Every, every every single. I yeah. mean, also the uh, it, it's now in Australia. Real Housewives of Sydney, Real Housewives oh. of Melbourne, uh, New Zealand. Also, there's a UK one. Ooh, of ah, uh, let me think. Cornwall. <laughs> oh my goodness, not Cornwall. Can you imagine such a? They're thing? all driving seven hours to each other's homes. <laughs> uh, yeah, brilliant. Just walking across windy beaches and cliff tops in heels. Um, the Real Housewives of. Cheshire. Cheshire. Really? Cheshire, everyone. Yes. Cheshire. Yes. What an odd choice. Yeah, I guess, but then it's very like um, home counties wealthy. And the wealth okay. is what we watch it for. These women are rich and they want us to know about it. You know who else is rich and wants us to know about it? The royal family. Absolutely. So we've had two royal weddings in this decade. Best occasion to show off your wealth. Yeah. 
uh, Prince Harry and Prince William got married, one in 2011, one in 2018. So kind of bookending the decade Absolutely. almost. Absolutely, yes. And I remember the, the, the 2011 one because uh, I had a day off school. Really? For, yeah. And there was lots of street parties and... Nobody could talk about anything else about uh, Kate and Pippa and her dress. Oh my goodness, do you remember? And, and I actually, I watched it on television. Me too, both actually, yeah. Did you? I didn't watch the second one. I kind of was like... It was less exciting because it was. we've just seen it before. Yeah, another prince getting married. Well, yeah, whereas that felt very dramatic for me. I, also, my opinions on the royal family have changed since 2011. <gasps> for, for better or for worse? For worse, <gasps> I know. But I, prince Andrew... <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy this is like I enjoy the shenanigans but I just think they're redundant I do feel um, that in this decade they've kind of lost some of their shine Ab- absolutely I feel like Harry um, William's wedding was uh, one of the heights of their popularity and now it's like the whole Prince Andrew debate and you're you're just thinking like <laughs> honestly this year I feel like perhaps I'm going to tune into the Queen's speech If my grand's listening, so she's going to be thrilled that I'm saying this. Um, because I just want to I, I see want to what, know, she, yeah. what is Will she addressing. Will she mention it at all? Yeah. Because the UK is absolutely in yeah, turmoil. Yeah. It's awful. So Politically, I, but then the the whole Prince Andrew thing, it's just... It's uh, it's trial, tribulation and trauma. And I want to know what she's going to address. Yeah. So it should be an interesting one to uh, round off the decade. Season nine of The Crown say. is going to be a good one. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my God. It needs to catch up with what's going on. Already. Just skip the 80s, 90s. Please. What about Diana? Oof, I kind of want to <gasps> see that. Who is going to play Diana on The Crown? They released the actress. Wait. Um, oh, I'm excited. Diana Crown. The resemblance is there. I mean, they're great in the casting, usually. They are. They're wonderful. They're, they're, they're also, the costuming and uh, uh, actresses. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It's a pretty good similarity. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Th- this actress's name is... <laughs> Um, <laughs> if only I knew. I will say, looking back at this, Diana was beautiful. I have watched um, many princes, like Lady Di, death conspiracy videos on YouTube. And oh, what a heartbreaking. Emma Corrin is the actress. Emma Corrin, okay. I mean, yeah, the blue eyes are there, which is obviously very important. And if they do like the hairdo and... yeah. Very, yeah. uh, but yeah. So it's been a it's it's been a wild ride for the royal family in this uh, 10 years. Also, we've got new. Uh, they they they've uh, started creating the next generation of royals potentially if the royal family still with. Oh well, yeah, with with George and yeah. uh, Charlotte and Archie and, and all of the other little what did it, yeah little monsters. Yeah. But Archie was uh, stripped of all royal titles yeah, in advance, which I still think is an awful move when his siblings aren't. I think it's Is that like you're so far rude. down in the yeah, <laughs> in the succession line you'll never get it. Pointless. <laughs> yeah, you're just uh, yeah, trash a peasant. Peasant, yeah. Honestly, just one of the regular worm. Peasants. Yeah. Rat. <laughs> rat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get when you come for the queen rat. <laughs> <laughs> so, in terms of music, what Indeed. have we seen? We have seen many things. Nicki Minaj's career started in the 2010s, which she's been on the scene for so long, you wouldn't think so. But yeah, absolutely. And obviously uh, just announcing that she is going to be taking a break from making music. But then she released stuff. another track with, with a reggaeton singer, um, Carol G. Right. So Might be a hoax. It's... Uh, questionable as to whether or not she is ending it but we can certainly say that she has dominated the charts and also just generally uh 
you know, everyone's been watching what she's up to in terms of even her personal life throughout the decades. But it's so interesting because it seems that she's been on the scene for so much longer than 10 years, especially seeing that seven After seven of these ten years, Cardi B stepped on the scene. Yeah. And it feels like Cardi B just appeared and they started their feud, but it's been almost three years. Yeah, exactly. And she's another one who has... I, I just think this decade has really seen f like female artists yeah. being respected and earning almost as much as, as men. Maybe more, more than... Yeah. And some people's just meteoric rise to fame. I mean, Cardi B just came out of nowhere. She was on reality TV, interestingly, on Love and Hip Hop New York. Well, and then just it. shot up into fame. Yeah, I, I feel as well we've seen a decade of uh, kind of people not shying away from like sexualizing themselves or yeah. not being ashamed of coming from kind of like sex work backgrounds or being like strippers and stuff and just claiming that and even though Cardi B is problematic for admitting for to drugging and then stealing from uh, drugging her customers and then stealing their yes, money yeah problematic but also brilliant sorry Yes. It would be the same thing. Well, not condoning violence no, or, not or dragging all, anyone. But also but absolutely amazing. I mean. Great job. <laughs> um, in terms of music, do you know who else has had all of their albums released this decade? Adele. She's only been on the scene for so long. Yeah. 19, 21 and 25 were all released within the same decade. And her next album is coming in 2020 and I'm very excited. It's so, it's so exciting. And I, I think as well... Um, I want to see what's going to be new for her in 2020 now that she that is... her marriage is in shambles. Absolutely, <laughs> she's going to be divorced. Like, she, she she, really laid down the emotions of the decade for lots of people. She's I feel just, like, yeah. yeah, she got many people through a breakup for sure. She's so talented and everybody recognizes that. There's few people who don't like her. You might not like her music, but everybody's going to recognize she's talented. Yeah, The, yeah. Absolutely. And just one of those people that really kind of caught momentum in terms of having this stunning voice and these uh, really emotional lyrics and these stories to tell. And then when she's ever on chat shows, interviews, she's just this the like... The most fun. They're the most like London. I think she's from Tottenham in London. And she just is uh, so down to earth, yeah, bubbly. relatable. Like cackly laugh she's very likable very extremely so which makes me appreciate her music only more absolutely but not the only star to come out of the uk in this past decade one direction what uh what a rise and fall and now harry styles back in the charts what a time what a time beatlemania 2.0 exactly it was so funny because like what well, Let's bring into the conversation as well Justin Bieber. That whole oh. fandom of like boy bands or like young boys and young girls being obsessed with them was very much uh, overwhelming Crazy, in the beginning yeah. of the decade. People, yeah, people went mental for. It's kind of been calm around Justin for for like a little bit now. Absolutely, he'll be he'll be back. Yeah, I, I think as well. It just started that he was very. Uh, He, he was very sweet and was talking about like you know loving these young fans and he, the hair it was a it was just it was a, a whole it was like his swoop hairstyle i mean it's the picture of it yeah generation. and i also think uh 
a fandom has always been, especially for girls, like a way to kind of safely fantasize. Yeah, absolutely. During puberty. So it's it was very much that moment. And we've seen it before with boy bands, especially in the UK. We had like a Take Blue. That, Blue, Westlife, like mm. Oh man. Oh, we <laughs> loved the boy band. In sync. That was Oof. uh that was the American one, Justin right? Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Um so yeah, that was uh a massive part of the decade that fandom true. that came to be. And he kind of reinvented himself from this this child star to the bad boy. And he came to, to fame through YouTube also. He was discovered on YouTube. Yes. But one other artist who kind of left behind her good girl image to go into a little more adventurous direction, Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus, how can we forget the uh, what what the, the blurred twerking? lines twerking with the foam finger tongue out, a uh, Robin Thick. I mean, there was everybody was talking about that. Yes, but like people. And then like Wrecking Ball, we can't stop the whole Bangers album. It was super interesting as well because I think it opened up a conversation yeah. about cultural appropriation, about yes. who is allowed to do what. <laughs> Sorry, Max's chair is having some mishaps. It's like fell down like a whole story. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think it kind of, uh, yeah, opened a conversation about who we allow to do what, who we accept to do what. Um, it was a very interesting topic to to kind of be having the conversation about, um, especially the way, like, black women in the music industry are yes. treated and the way white women, women in the industry are treated. So I think that was, uh, there was a lot that actually came out of that moment in terms of the... Yeah. The music industry of the decade. One thing I've also recognized this decade is um, just some songs that became those massive global hits you could not escape from. 2012, Call Me Maybe. I mean, everybody was sick of it just because it was everywhere. It was everywhere. And, and you know, it's one of those songs that you, at the time, kind of... You kind of liked it, it was kind of catchy, then you hated it. And now I look back and I'm like, absolute bop. Yeah. Brilliant. And Despacito in 2017. And now this year's Old Town Road. I mean, just setting and breaking records of like billions of views on YouTube. Yeah, absolutely. And Old Town Road is a really uh, kind of like representation of the music industry being kind of breaking down genres and kind of. I mean, of a black gay country music artist. Being the song that's the longest time ever on the on the number one of the charts, it's iconic. I would iconic. not have called that. Nobody would have. But, exactly. And yet, it's the best thing. It's the best thing, and and I think that is uh, it's kind of nice to to have that rounding off the the decades, and uh, yeah, seeing some like progression and things moving forwards. So, talking about music because this is our controversial thing. So. Two people were named Artist of the Decade, one for the US, one for the UK. And um, if you've listened to this podcast before and you know who it is, you know, neither of those are particular favorites. For the US, it's Taylor Swift. And for the UK, it's Ed Sheeran. Yeah. And I mean, if, I think... Not I my decade. Made, uh, yeah, Not my decade. I have made my feelings very clear <laughs> about uh, my, my dislike for Taylor Swift. I'm not sure if I've ever really... On even mentioned Ed Sheeran purely because I I try Luckily, my best yeah. not to to not forget to even think about him yeah um, 
which might sound extreme, but you must understand I really mean this from the bottom of my heart. Can't stand him. I think he's talented, granted, but I just dislike everything about him. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. I, I, I think uh, he... Is Good awful. example of, of sexism in the music industry because he doesn't have to make any effort to, to look or do anything. But then there was this picture of Beyonce in her full thousand dollar outfit, just giving a full performance. He was standing there in like a, a dirty band t-shirt, oversized, standing there on stage being I, like, hey. I find it offensive. And he's in everything. He was in Game of Thrones. He was in... Um, Bridget he, Jones 3 yeah, ruins every good thing. Yeah, and he also just strikes me as like a fucking like big kid who like can do whatever he wants now and like that's... Too cool uh, for school. Yeah, I'm oh, not into it. Not I a fan. not stand him. So I'm going to forget that he even existed in this decade. I'm Discontinued gonna, in this bakery. Absolutely. Yeah. If, if I ever have... Um, Kids. Uh, it, kids, if if the if the younger generation approach me and say, "Who is this guy?" I'm must say, not be I don't, named. I don't know. Oh, never heard of him. Ron Weasley from <laughs> Harry Potter. That's him. Yes, sir. Uh, so he's not going to be. Uh, he's he's not going to be a prominent person of the decade for me, at least. So we have already said Lady Gaga and Adele were two big ones, but we also like recognize where where we uh, should. Artist of the decade. I mean, Beyonce is just an absolute contender. Lemonade, Homecoming. It was, was these and these like phenomenal tours. Uh, just the, the the whole idea of making like just dropping Lemonade as this epic visual album on Tidal, so everybody got Tidal because they needed to watch Lemonade. I just it was so. Did you get Tidal actually? No. 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 I mean, <laughs> Everybody but us. Somebody, somebody did, and then I watched it on this. But, like, it was, uh, it was so, it was so iconic. It was epic. And the way that she had, like, booked, uh, she booked uh, in for the, the tour, and people were like, yeah, but you haven't released any music. Literally. N it was days before the first show, and she knew when she went out on that stage, everybody was going to know every single lyric. And that is just, that is bold, and I appreciate that move so much. And she has had so many... When I mean, I Am Sasha Fierce is a personal favorite of mine. This was 2008. But then 2011, she released four, which had Run the World, Girls, Love on Top, Best Thing I Never Had. Then um, in 2013, she released Beyonce with Drunk in Love, Partition, Pretty Hurts. I mean, she's been just releasing banger after banger. It's, uh, it's incredible that she has just continued to be so prominent. Yes. And she's just like... And also she's had her children within this decade, right? She did. She had the twins and yeah. uh, Ivy Blue. I think she's eight now, I think, or nine. So she must have been born within the decade. Sure. Well, I mean, is she? Uh, she's getting an award for... What was it? Songwriting? For um, the <laughs> soundtrack of... Uh, for, for Brown Skin Girl from the soundtrack of The Lion King, which Beyoncé also starred in. Absolutely. So... As a as a family, I mean, they have really again dominated yeah. the decade. And it's Blue Ivy them. was born in 2012. Crazy. And then 2017, the twins Rumi and Sir were born. Also, I mean, fairly normal names well, as far as celebrities go. As far as celebrities go, they didn't go too wild. Didn't go awful bear like Liam Payne did. Yeah, they didn't go bear, culture, Assam, dream. Who's, uh, who's Assam? 
um, one of the Kardashian children. Him and Kanye. Oh, oh Sam. Sam, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, these, yeah. these crazy people. Well, let's talk about television then. Let's talk about television. One Because thing. Because it's changed dramatically. The landscape of how we consume and also what is on television has literally changed dramatically. If we look at the Golden Globes nominees, they were just revealed almost all of them from streaming services. From the movies to the TV shows, The Irishman, Marriage Story are two of the big Oscar contenders this year. Yeah. Both Netflix originals. That, and and that's, uh, it's crazy to think that something that isn't being shown on the big screen or is. But as not, well as not but exclusively, not exclusively, yeah. is is uh, it's wild. It's really strange. It feels really weird to me. Also, what I read is that on average, um, users of streaming platforms have a, between three and five subscription. So it's not just the one. I mean, I personally have Netflix and Amazon Prime because I use like the the um, benefits of Amazon Prime with sending stuff uh, early delivery and yeah. stuff. But I also really enjoy Amazon Prime, the, the video. Yes. Um, See, there's lots of things that I miss out on because I don't have Amazon Prime. I used to have a Now TV subscription mm. and also Netflix as well. It's, uh, yeah, there's there's so many. And people do get those. Hulu is... is Hulu is big in the US. A lot of TV, especially yes, TV episodes. Yes, yeah. I'm very much uh, dominated by reality television and that and the like of that. And then uh, Disney, uh, Disney Plus came yeah. out, broke... All records, very cheap, and has everything: National Geographic, Marvel, yeah. uh, Pixar, Disney, yeah. Star Wars, everything. Yeah, and uh, and in terms of what shows were being made in the decade, like Game of Thrones, really dominated. Yeah, that kind of like massive budget, epic uh, binge watching experience of television. The return really. of must watch television, where it's like you have to be part of this cultural conversation. Yes. The Walking Dead, less so, but was big when it came out. Uh, initially, yeah. very much so. Uh, fan sites and, you know, the, the, the fan People shows afterwards. Absolutely. Wild. Orange is the New Black. All of the streaming originals. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. And then we had House of Cards at the very beginning of Netflix. Very um, much that. Blockbuster, I think, was uh, closed down. Yes, it, in 2014. It, right. Just it, with the rise, rise of the one, the fall of the other. Yeah, it's... Um, It's crazy. It has. Everything has moved kind of in the, into the online sphere and uh, social media, definitely. I mean, we just talked about this, I think, last week. Um, YouTube was founded in 2005, but now it's everywhere. Facebook, 2008. It's now, literally can't get away from it. Instagram, WhatsApp. Yeah. Our lives are on social media now. Yeah. Vine and TikTok. TikTok, which I still struggle to fully understand. I have no idea. I haven't seen it. But I do love like Vine compilations online. Of course. I mean, who doesn't? But this is the thing. It's like uh, this very kind of uh, accessible, immediate... Uh, watching one another, yeah. monitoring ourselves, like the way we're acting within this decade is... And also uh, several screens, everything's always being filmed and then you're like live tweeting while you're watching something and it's just all over, yeah. Yes, yes, it's... Mm. Uh, I think, yeah, it's kind of creepy when you think about how much it has dominated our lives and yeah. changed the way we live in a really short space of time. It's uh, also the age of the influencer. And, for example, I would just want to point out the whole fire Festival scandal as a as an example of the extremities to which, uh, which is just this amazing. image culture yeah. is uh, kind of 
influencing us now. I love it. Oh, Fire Festival is still one of my favourite things to ever to never oh, happen. Yeah. <laughs> Best thing to never happen in the tens, teens, whatever. Yeah, the documentary is, it's wild. Both of them, I think Amazon Prime and Netflix released the same day. Fire Festival documentaries rivaling each other. Um, but there were some other movies released this year, well, uh, this decade. The Harry Potter franchise ended in 2011. Which feels really strange, but I think as well, because I visit them every year. Yes, and then The Cursed Child came out and yeah. it's just... Oh, yes, and, and we also had the um, fantastic piece. Oh, true. So there's to the Potterverse has kind of continued in, in a different, yeah. Yeah, but it's so funny to think that, you know, that it's, uh, it's been a really long time since actual Harry Potter films were released. And I remember, I remember still getting the last book and the standing in, in line at the yeah, bookstore. Yeah, and just like reading those last pages and thinking it was over. But clearly J.K. Rowling would not let us forget. 19... What's the 17 years later? I think that's... No, that was 2017. Oh, I... Oh, yeah. It's not yet, right? It can't be. I think it's past. Yeah. Oh, isn't it... Um. Because the Battle of Hogwarts was in 1998. Oh. Um, which seems very early. Yes. Um, but then the, the epilogue was 17 years later. Yeah. So that 2015... Um, so it's 2017, yeah. 19 years later, so that was 2017, so it's past. Oh, um, we've already got the next generation of... They're already in Hogwarts. and wizardry, what can you do? Getting up to all sorts of mischief, I suppose. Yeah. Good for them. Honestly. Probably boring as hell, and then, like, nothing ever happens. Like, Yeah, really, how can you live up to that, anyway? It's, uh... What footsteps to follow in on, like, yeah. I know. Wonder if the marriage's gonna last now that the thrill is gone. It's exactly. You've got nothing to focus on, guys. It's uh, the center has dropped out. Ginny's going to marry Neville. Yes. Well, I'm sure J.K. Rowling will let us know everything that's going on because she also does like thing. to. Also, funny Overly, like to tell overly, us. yeah, telling everything. Dumbledore and Grindelwald had a very sexual relationship. <laughs> then people kept making these memes, which is like uh, Dumbledore's Patronus was pubic lice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that is blasphemy. Bless. Another franchise that, that came out, though, in the t uh, teens was The Hunger Games, and then many franchises trying to kind of recapture their popularity, like the um, Allegiant in, in, Indulgen? No. Indulgen? <laughs> Brilliant. I know what you mean, and I can't remember what it's called. Exactly. Needless to say, it didn't really make the, an impression the on me. Maze Runner. Maze Runner. I think I watched the. F I definitely watched the first one. I then didn't catch up with the second one. I wasn't that interested. But the Hunger Games uh, introduced us to Jennifer Lawrence, who, for the first half of the decade, was the name on everybody's Every lips. She was everywhere. So, so uh, in terms of like uh, American Hustle, uh, Silver Linings Playbook. Silver Lines Playbook that's dropped on Netflix recently. Oh. I watched that. Yeah, it's, she's fantastic in that. Two times Oscar winner, no? Isn't I she? think so. Yeah, which is also crazy because she's about 27. She's not that young, is she? I mean, Adele and Taylor Swift are both 30 now, which is still shocking to me. She's 29. Okay. And um, yeah, she won for Silver Lines Playbook in 2012. Yeah, I think just the one, the one thing she's won. Yeah, but she uh, yeah, has really kind of stayed very present on our screens 
But also because she was very framed, especially initially, as the, the most relatable celebrity, just clumsy, which and I think was obviously very publicity. Yes. Just yes. falling on the red carpet. You can't tell me that actually happened to her. That was planned from day one. Do you think? I'm convinced. Sure. I think as well, it's just like when you um, when you're becoming like a massive celebrity like that, you then just like choose the your like unique selling point, don't you? And you just become more of a. The thing is, I'm always kind of thrown off by by this quirky girl stereotype that was like sure. a new girl because it always feels a bit inauthentic to me and I'm like I'm just one of the boys oh look at me I'm crazy oh I'm making crazy faces oh yes <laughs> very very much so and it's so like um, it's a bit forced yeah it's forced and it comes from like a kind of like a misogynistic perspective yeah of, a little uh, bit. like this performative aspect of femininity that is like Against femininity, but also like very much. Pre- it's uh, it's yeah. it's an unusual. Uh, no, I I agree. Um, but then what? She's been in in the X Men movies as Mystique um, throughout yes. the decade. But like apart from X Men superhero movies, they have become everything really I mean, within the last decades. Iron Man was released in two thousand eight, which no looking back, a lot of good movies came out in that year. Yeah, God. Burlesque and Mamma Mia. Um but Iconic. The first Avengers movie came out in twenty twelve and like the whole cinematic universe kind of coming together was in this decade, culminating in Endgame. In Endgame. And let's also mention Black Panther, which was a huge mm. deal. Culturally was a massive but like I, I, I'm personally not overly familiar with Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I know more things about it than about many other franchises. Just because right. we couldn't get away from it. Exactly, it was it was everywhere. Just last week, Donald Trump tweeted a picture of himself as Thanos, being like, um, "My re-election is inevitable," and then doing like the snap thing, which is like, "Well, the scene is kind of about global genocide," but hey. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that. What what uh, uh, people aren't even shocked anymore because yeah, like, yeah, it just makes me think like, does he what uh, he understands nothing then? No, absolutely nothing. Right? It's, it's like, like oh, a cultural reference <laughs> for the kids. Sh- sure, it's uh, it's a crazy time. It is. It is. I mean, mm. Trump Trump's election happened this decade. Yes, and, he's almost and like satire died with it. You literally can't be any more absurd than the things that are legitimately already happening it's baffling it's uh it's a crazy but that really allowed uh, especially in terms of music and tv shows um a conversation about racial politics in the u.s about racism which led to the two great movies get out and us which i think are definite highlights i mean i john peel i think that he is a phenomenal director. Also, um, his production company is Monkey Paw, which also had a high- <laughs> <laughs> I think it's called that. Monkey Paw. I think uh, he also helped produce um, Black Klansman as well, yes, which was a Spike Lee. Um, yeah, loved those films. Uh, great, great films with something to say. But also very entertaining. Very good in themselves, not just good because of their message. Yeah, yeah. not gratuitous. Because I, th- I, I, I also think that's something that I have uh, kind of gleaned from the overview of this decade is that there's more, I think, because of social media, this kind of 
being an activist, having a perspective, having a standpoint, like having a platform and wanting to say something. And so many people are kind of yeah. not messing that up, but kind of speaking on behalf of people in a way that makes them our new problematic faves. That's happened so much. And cancel culture. I Let's... mean, if 20... Well, 2016 was kind of the year where everybody died. Yeah. Like Prince, uh, David Bowie, uh, Leonard Cohen, Carrie Fisher. But then 2017 was the year of Me Too. Yeah. And that's when the cancel culture, well, justified so in most cases. Yeah, rightly so. It was. Uh, I was literally... Every celebrity you like is going to die in 2016, and the ones that remain are all sexual predators. <laughs> <laughs> and that was 2017. And that's the podcast, <laughs> <ladies and> <laughs> <laughs> On to 2020. But wow. it's insane. Like, at every corner, everyone, like, new headlines would come up, and it's like, well, he's only like him, or think again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the film Bombshell mm. is. I'm I'm thinking of the correct one. Uh, it is the one about the Fox News uh, news women with um, Margot Robbie and Charlize, Charlize Theron. Theron yeah. and um, someone else. Someone else too. Um, I'm super excited for this film because I it it uh, is gonna about en- the, yeah encapsulate the Me Too movement. I, I I'm gonna see how it's a very sensitive topic to be doing the film on and. Uh, and I want to see if, how they tackle it. Um, but it looks like a really... I'm excited to see it because it's based on a true story, but it's going to look like a thriller. And I can only imagine what these women must have been been up against. Cause... A- absolutely. I think it's going to give us a, a, a real insight into it. And, uh, and, and also bring to the fore again this conversation that has finally come out of the woodwork. Oh, I have a fun update, by the way, because for the last weeks we've always kept mentioning Survivor and the contestant Dan, who kept inappropriately touching people. And he was at last removed from the game and is the first player in 39 seasons to be ejected because he apparently touched a production crew member. And so he won't get any money for appearing on the show, won't appear at the reunion, won't be part of the jury. He was just like pulled from the game and um, hasn't been heard from since. Great. Yeah. On it, like just remove them, deplatform them, remove them. It's out of the game. Absolutely, yeah. that's the best way to deal with it. I actually can't believe that that's the first time it's happened in so many. It's seasons. very surprising. Yeah. Which isn't to say that something like this hasn't happened before. Oh, but it, it has on camera also, but nobody did anything about it. So. There were literally kind of. people rubbing against each other naked. Like this guy rubbed him, himself naked against the female contestant. And she was very upset and quit the show. And people kept making fun of her for being so sensitive. Yes. <laughs> he was. Oh, my. Yeah. So, I mean, OK, so f- luckily, the ta- finally, yeah. times are changing and we're not going to part with this fucking shit anymore. Exactly. So at least so that there's progress, Good conclusion guys. at that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um also progress in terms of queer representation on film and television. What? Call Me By Your Name came out, which that is... People went wild. It was crazy. Did the peach you, scene. Yeah, the peach scene. It was iconic. Did you enjoy Call Me By Your Name? Both the movie and the book. Yeah. Nice. I haven't read the book, but I... Uh, it's a very the, good read. It's by Andre Asaman. Nice. And um, Frozen was kind of a cultural turning point. Frozen 2 just came out. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, is it true that one of them's going to be gay? 
people have been wishing for Elsa to get a girlfriend for years, but I haven't watched it yet, so yeah. I'm trying to avoid spoilers uh, at all yeah, costs. I, I haven't seen anything. I feel it would also be a statement for her to just be happy without a man. Just sure. don't, you don't need a prince. Absolutely not. What um, I will say about LGBT representation is Pose, and like most Ryan Murphy shows, have just done wonders for the way LGBT people, especially trans people, are portrayed in on the screen. Yeah. I think that's just a huge cultural... Yeah, absolutely. And just trans representation in, in terms of like uh, uh, Orange is the New Black as mm. well. We had the character Sophia. We have... Um, transparent on, on Amazon Prime. Yeah, Transparent. Also uh, Euphoria mm. as well. So I, I think, uh, you know... And this has all happened post uh, Caitlyn Jenner. True. So, I, you know, you can see the knock-on effect there. RuPaul's Drag Race has certainly contributed to... Oh my um, God, it's yeah. been a phenomenon in terms of uh, bringing queer culture to the mainstream. Yes. And uh, in, in just the, the success of it and, and the, the, the f- enormous franchise that it's created, it's, it's unbelievable. When I first uh, watched... The show, I barely knew what drag was, and now everybody, yeah, virtually exactly. everybody has heard of, of Trixie Mattel yeah. or Aquaria because yeah. they run, they're, they're walking the runways of the world, they're being included in major mo- movies and stars born, yes, Angela and Willeman. It's, it's yeah. everywhere, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think as well, th- I mean, there's been a lot of queer baiting as well now that and we have the discussion more to the forefront, and it, it, it kind of, I don't know, like. <laughs> I'm not crying, guys. I just like cough. Really touchy subject. No, it's um, yeah, lots of artists coming out, and uh, you know, we've spoken about it before. It was uh, Rita Ora and um, Ali B, Charlie XCX doing the song "Girls." Yeah, it's it's uh, I don't know. It, it's one of those things. As soon as uh, something becomes more mainstream, everyone wants a slice of the cake, as it were. Yeah. You'll pardon the pun. <laughs> Do I ever? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so again, it's one of those things. It's, it has queer culture in the mainstream has so many benefits. Yeah. It also has the negative sides to it, unfortunately. Absolutely. But that's the way it goes. And I, and I think as well, it's important that there are some. People who are now, uh, they've got platforms that things are only going to move forward, I hope. Yes. I mean, yeah, especially like the Me Too movement has been so big. The Take the Knee movement has been a a really, really big thing. Absolutely. Um, That was last year or the year before? Uh, This was 2017, I think. Uh, the Colin Kaepernick and it's still ongoing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, and, and and this is the thing actually with uh, with social media, c- celebrities on their social media. Um, if they do have something to say and they do have these huge platforms, they can really help like promote a message. Yeah. Um, and still a long way to go. I mean, Chick Fil A is notorious for always donating to anti-gay groups. This year, they after backlash, they announced they would stop yeah. donating to any anti-gay groups. But then um, Hallmark had a had a holiday ad featuring a lesbian couple kissing, and then they pulled the ad after backlash from One Million Moms, everybody's yeah. favorite bigot group. Yeah, <laughs> One Million Moms. Oh, they've been very vocal for years because it's about like family values and pr- against promotion of homosexuality, and so they've always been very outspoken. Sounds like the shittest group chat in the whole world. Imagine, just oh, imagine. Yeah. Yeah, and 
Well, um, now hallmarks on the criticism for giving in to one million moms. Of course, well, there's a lot of moms. I mean, it's a it, it's a lot. That's a that's a lot of. Uh, I don't want to look up the number of members because um, what if it's less than a million? Exactly. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them that they're clearly liars anyway. And yeah, the, are they, they all? Do you do you have to be a mom? Or can you just be a bigot? I think just bigot, just mom at heart. Sh- yeah. Mom at heart, sure. Okay, yeah. 180,000 paid subscribers. It's not a million, guys. It's not a million, so, uh, you know, maybe set your uh, set your sights a little lower. We want uh, achievable goals, guys, okay? <laughs> but, uh, I mean, Hallmark obviously gave you what you wanted, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's Which we expect more in, in the next decade, Hallmark. Yeah, sure. I mean, the British Strictly Come Dancing also had lots of Ofcom complaints about two men dancing together. Didn't they win? No. Uh, no. no. But the Australian one, I think, in one of the versions, uh, uh, the same-sex couple won. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I do. I, I believe that is the case. Courtney Act won Celebrity Big Brother yes. as a drag queen. Yes, absolutely. Against a conservative politician, and Wittacom, which was also a statement. Yes, Indeed, and again, like I was saying, it's uh, these people with um, with a platform yeah. to say, like, there were so many conversations had in the Big Brother house, which were just uh, wonderful to see aired, actually, yeah. for people to just be a fly on the wall to listen to those kinds of conversations about gender and sexuality and, uh, you know, the differences. And, uh, yeah, it was it was nice to see stuff like that on the television screens and to have people like that who was finally... Uh, kind of being given space or creating the space for themselves to to be out there. And then, for me personally, one of the biggest cultural events of the 2010s was in September of 2019 when Take the Cake first aired on Radio Uva. I mean, it's uh, it was an iconic moment. We really are paving the way in podcast history. Lives have history. been transformed. Things will never be the same again. Exactly. We've really made a mark on the decade. Millions of fans listening to us every day. Absolutely. We're trying to really get on top of our emails. You guys are writing in So many. It's uh, it's overwhelming, but... We do read them all. We can't reply to every single one. Absolutely. You understand. We know who you are, though. Yes. We see you. Yeah. I mean, should we talk about some favorite memes of the decade? Because oh, it's please. been a, it's I uh, before this decade, I know we have memes, but not on the scale, and not in the waves that we now experience them, and uh, and it's something we all love. It's so uh, it, it's a nice thing with social media. Anything it can brings be people a, together. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a nice... Uh, just to take the knee debate for whether they had a Nike campaign, just do it. I mean, the amount of fake Stuart Nike posters that were released. Absolutely brilliant. And uh, what else did we have? One of my absolute all-time favorite, just use it again the other day, backseat Chloe, the little girl who's confused with the two front teeth. With like, the teeth, yeah. Absolutely relevant to many a situation. American Horror Story, um, surprise bitch, but you thought you'd seen the last of me. 
iconic, Classic, yeah. iconic. The uh, the most recent one being oh, the, do you know one that's been around for a while and I'm not a big fan of is the 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 guy with the with the holding hands with the girlfriends and then he's looking back at another girl. Oh, the stock image of yeah. like yeah, me, healthy have, foods, McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, but I have I I have seen some. Uh, Funny ones, I've yeah. seen some pretty good ones. Chrissy Teigen's face in the audience, where she's like, <laughs> "Brilliant, Ab- yeah, absolutely relatable content." Also, love the confused woman with the uh, mathematical symbols around her. Yes. Oh, I also love the one with the uh, the the shouting and then the person under the blanket. Oh, yeah, the woman and the cat. Oh no, both of those yeah. are great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anything with a cat, also, just to mention. Well, she's like, I think it's one of the Real Housewives, like screaming something, and the cat is just sitting at the end of the table, like, huh. <laughs> literally brilliant. But I, I, you know, the thing I really like about meme like culture on social media immediately after the election results Mm -hmm. uh, in the UK were announced, I was like, right, I know the only thing that's going to make me feel better now is going onto Twitter and seeing people post these hysterical things that are so depressing. so good, yeah. But they're very cathartic. It's the only way to cope with it. It's It's, the only way, yeah. Yeah, it's it's community building and it's catharsis on a... uh, on it's a big just, level. Especially in, in this social media online age, we all have such a similar shared cultural background because yeah. there's always going to be other people who have the same cultural references as you do just yeah. because of same fandoms or same experiences. And so it's just relatability. It's just you see this and you're like, yes, this is me. Tag yourself. I'm him. <laughs> yes, we all just want to be understood. That's what we plan. Oh, should we do what takes the cake this yes. decade? God, that's a big ask. That's a big arse. That's what I thought you said, but you did not. <laughs> so. Wow. I don't know where wow. that came from. So, okay, okay, Max. I mean, we've had some rapping today. We've had. Yeah, I'm just uh, spitting them lines. Honestly, yeah, my street cred is off the charts. It's been a hard 10 years, guys. What can we say? We've been through it. We so really have. we're going to crown our um, Who Takes the Cake, who is uninvited, who we leave in the old year basically, who will not come to any tea parties in 2020. Yeah, okay. And who is the plain bagel? And who gets an honorary cupcake? Okay, nice. So, so I'm going to write this down because I'm going to forget. Right, so many, so yeah, many so categories. The cake is someone who we love, obviously, uninvited. It's also self-explanatory. Plain bagel is someone who is just over, like not too interested, didn't do anything bad, but it's just kind of like meh. Yeah. And then someone who doesn't take the cake, but we still want to like give an honorary shout out as like an honorary cupcake. Brilliant. Okay. So, taking the cake. For the for decades. The, for the teens, tens, whatever. Go on, Max, you have to, you can lead. I will probably say Beyonce. I knew no. you were going to say that. Are you going to say Beyonce? No, I was, I, I, Lady I, Gaga? I think, yeah. Because then me we it's, could. It's Lady, yeah, it's Lady for, Gaga. For me, it's also like kind of a toss up. Let's just yeah. give it to both of them. Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah, I feel like they're two queens who would be able to. Share. Lady Gaga and Beyonce. Absolutely. Beyonce. And th- <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce. You got possessed by the spirit of Beyonce, guys. Beyonce. Horrible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I can't wait to go on Christmas break for three weeks because it's just too much. It's all too much. <laughs> Honestly, it's really overwhelming. Lawsuits just year. piling up. Yeah. Cease and desist come through. 
Stop. We can say? never talk about her again. Absolutely not. Who's um, uninvited from this decade? I mean, Ed Sheeran. I mean, artist of the decade only if this means he'll stop immediately. Absolutely. Yes. You can have this as long as you promise to never grace <laughs> me with your presence again. Never touch a microphone in your... <laughs> I, please, just like, I don't know, move to... Where is it? Argentina. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, just like beautiful country. Sure. Great mountains, but also beach. It's best of both worlds. And it's far from me, hmm. so that would be perfect. I really don't want to see you ever again. Who's a plain bagel who is kind of not bad, but also just like Matt? Mm, I'm gonna propose Jennifer Lawrence because I'm gen I'm indifferent towards her. Don't love her. Don't hate her. She's just kind of there. Yes, I want to see. Uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, I feel like she had her time. And that time has passed. <laughs> and yeah, I think so. I don't personally see her as somebody who's going to continue and, and be like a Meryl Streep, for example. No. So. I don't think in 20 years we'll be looking back and be like, oh, Jennifer Lawrence can't believe she's still one of the biggest names out there. No. It's like, remember her? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> What's she up to now? Jennifer yeah. Lawrence, oh. Yeah, with the full, yeah. Her. Oh, with she, yeah. yeah. With, yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Meh. Nah. Okay, we can decide on that one. <laughs> Who gets an honorable cupcake as someone we like? We could give it to Nicki Minaj for Adele, all the things she's done. Oh, Adele. Adele. No, yeah. yeah, by Nicki. Yeah, Adele. Oh, Adele. Oh, I, I can't, I can, I want we to. We can split, yeah. Let's do also um, RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, absolutely. It's been an epic time it for has. the show it and has. it's taken off and I think it uh, definitely deserves a mention absolutely I mean this is a full tea party up in here absolutely and I can't wait to see it continue in the next decade in 2020 yeah guys we'll speak to you in 2020 oh god we'll I, be uh, old oh my god so old and uh It, it's a scary time but it's okay we're in it together we're here guys. for you yeah absolutely if We've you got... need someone to talk to we can't reply to you but we'll talk absolutely. about things we'll talk at you yeah. into your ears <laughs> it's what we do best absolutely and and you know what guys just remember the cake is plenty it is plenty <laughs> so don't worry and uh, have a great one happy new year happy new year bye bye, bye.